What's up? This is Charles Clark. I'm your host, and welcome to the Thrive Tribe Podcast, a podcast where you'll hear unfiltered success stories of everyday people who crush failure and discover their inner champion. Today, I have Haley Lott. She helps people experience more peace, connection, and presence through the power of movement and meditation. I hope you're ready to shift your life and get in touch with who you are with peak performance meditation teacher, Haley Lott. Haley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Man, this is going to be a good one through our tribe. So I hope <laughs> you have your pen and your paper ready. Uh, we're going to talk about meditation and the success consciousness of it. So I want you for a moment to let the Thrive Tribe know just a little bit about who you are. Well, my name is Haley Lott, like you said, and I am a peak performance meditation specialist. I'm a functional mobility yoga instructor. I'm also, um, I'm, I do some Reiki, I do some NLP. I also am a sound healer. So um, right now I'm focusing on my online side of my business and supporting people through an experience called the emotional emergency toolkit and it's an online experience that people can access yoga they can access meditation videos and really support themselves when they're in an emotional emergency and hop onto the online hub and be able to calm themselves down, be able to find a moment of peace, be able to uh, manage their emotions and allow their emotions to be part of them, but not mm. to control them. Yeah, I, I think that's so important because we live in the world where everything's go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my question to you is how has meditation changed your life and helped you overcome that cycle of failure? Yeah, meditation completely changed my life. And I, I've been practicing for a really long time. My mom introduced meditation to my family when I was a, when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, I actually really didn't like it because I didn't want to sit still. <laughs> and then as I moved through college, I graduated college and I really like didn't know where to go. I didn't know uh, what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. And that's when I really leaned into meditation because I always talk about me being in a job where I was like overworked, underpaid, I, I didn't have these like deep connecting relationships that I wanted in my life. And so it kind of got me to this like really low place in my life. And I was like, I need to do something that's going to support me. And that's mm -hmm. when I decided to really lean into my meditation practice. And it was so able, talk, so yeah, talk about ahead. that, that low place, like, yeah, take us to that moment of that. Let's see that low place. I mean, I remember I was living in LA at the time, and I was mm. uh, I was a fitness instructor, and I was managing a few fitness studios down there. Mm -hmm. And I remember like coming home was like the middle of the day, and I just remember like laying on my bed and think like I was hardly being able to like pay rent. I didn't have like any savings, and I was just like, mm. "Is this really going to be my life? Like, is this really it?" And I just was like, I, I know that I can get through this. I know that like, pe like there's successful people all around me, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I see them, I know them. It's so what do I, it's possible. So what can I do right now to help myself? And for me, um, like when I was like laying on my bed, I would just, I just kind of got quiet with myself. I like put my phone away, put everything away and just like kind of sat there mm. and waited for an answer and i didn't hear anything like a voice or anything like that but i just it was like the first moment that i felt um 
that I felt like any type of like peace. And even though my thoughts were moving, even though like I had a ton of energy, it was just like, <sighs> like I felt like I could breathe. And I, and yeah. I started really leaning into, um, into that space that I was able to create, even if it was just for like a second yeah. and then exploring like, what does that space mean? What does it mean when I can be present with my thoughts, but not allow them to control me? What does it mean? Like, even when I was a fitness instructor at the time, like, what does it mean for fitness and all of that? Mm, that's good. Yeah. This is a quote that says, I am a soul of love. I am a heart of peace, a mind of stillness, a being of light. That's no one knows who <laughs> who, who wrote that it? quote, but <laughs> it, it's it's so much power behind that. Like a, a soul of love, a, a heart of peace, a mind of stillness. Mm-hmm. What do you think allows us to get to this place? Do you think meditation does? I mean, I do. And I think that like meditation is kind of like, it can be a scary word for people. I don't think that meditation always has to look like what you think. You don't have Mm -hmm. to be like sitting on a meditation pillow with a meditation bell with like meditation music. Like you can be meditating while you're cooking. You can be meditating while you're walking. You can be meditating while you're in a conversation with someone else. It doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell me, tell the Throb Tribe, what is meditation and how do you use meditation to impact your performance? Yes. So meditation to me is a practice of mindfulness. And what that looks like is being able to be present with whatever, whatever you're, you're doing. Maybe it's walking, maybe it's having a conversation, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's swimming, maybe it's dancing. You're super present with what you're doing and you're able to hold all your thoughts, meaning like you're noticing that your thoughts are moving through you. You're noticing that these thoughts aren't who you are, but they're moving and they're dancing Mm -hmm. and they're shifting and they're changing, but you're still able to focus on the person in front of you, on your feet on the ground, feeling your feet on the ground. And you're, it's really like the idea of not being, um, like holding space for Mm -hmm. all your emotions, all your things, and just being with them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Not letting it like alter your mood in a negative way. Yes. Yes. And it's even in a positive way, because I think that Mm -hmm. that's something that um, I'm exploring now is like this idea of neutrality, that all of our thoughts are neutral. Everything that moves through us is neutral, but we decide the meaning behind every thought that comes into us. And so um, to me, like at the most basic level, you know, training our attention is the key because what we pay attention to, what we notice, like determines our experience in the world. So if we're able to then train our attention through a meditation practice of like, oh, I'm gonna focus on my breath. Oh, I'm gonna focus on my feet as I walk on the ground. If we're able to train our attention, then we can have a better human experience. Yeah, Uh, there's a uh, concept that psychologists call rumination, where your thoughts, they go down this downward Mm -hmm. spiral and you become more and more attached to what has happened to you. It feels like you're reliving the moment. Now, would you agree that there's a big difference between doing that and meditating? Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because something I I like to, like a visual, I'm a visual learner. And so when you are like ruminating on a certain thought, it's as if you are carving a groove in your mind. So each time you think of like, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, that's deepening that groove in your mind. And so the meditation that I, 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 
teach is peak performance meditation and what that means is like being mm-hmm. able to notice the thoughts that you are normally thinking and maybe they are self-doubt maybe they are limiting beliefs like you get to like notice what's moving through you and then we get to shift and create new grooves with new beliefs and start kind of forming that new groove of i am worthy i am excited i am fabulous i am magnificent i'm strong and so it's like learning to form those new grooves in your mind yeah so it's 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 essentially using using meditation to not limit you but allow you to become more into your becoming yes yeah i like that so so here's a big question what are the different ways meditation can help people wow that's a big that's a big yeah that's a big question because there's like literally every single way meditation can support you i mean Mm -hmm. um i have teachers that say meditation can um you know the obvious things are it helps you go to sleep faster helps you have more restful sleep which is pretty impactful Mm -hmm. um it can support you in getting out of fight or flight so that's like a big one that i feel like a lot of us maybe have heard stories about is that our brain is oftentimes so back way in the day like when we were in the jungle and like there weren't all these like cars and people in cities you know we are walking around and we had to be in fight or flight so if a tiger came or a lion came and tried to attack us we could shift into fight or flight and be in this like high it's like really like a high stress state of our brains Mm -hmm. and it's like why we see a lot of adrenal fatigue now because now when someone honks a horn at you you go into that fight or flight mode in your brain so meditation can support you in in relieving that area so you're not always in the back of your brain in that fight or flight mode you can Mm -hmm. actually shift into the prefrontal cortex of your brain which supports you with um, controlling your emotions and with attention so that's another thing that meditation can support you in um and there's really like meditation to me can really support you in every single way because it like i said when you're able to respond to whatever it is relationships career mm-hmm. um someone honking at you you know when you're able to respond rather than react then you can have a better experience so if you learn in your meditation practice to learn to re- just listen observe notice then you can take that into your real life so you can show up in every single relationship more successfully you can show up at work more successfully to respond yeah. rather so, than react. What are five ways that you're able to be fully present with your meditation? Let's see, five ways I'm able to be fully present in my meditation practice. I mean, I guess I can kind of walk um, people through how to set themselves up for a sex- successful meditation practice. Would that be supportive? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because there's like, there's, I mean, there's a ton of different techniques, but um, you know, like I said in the beginning, you really don't need anything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think five ways, you know. Is there like a certain space you're, you know, that would be most beneficial? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's 
to me, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. So yeah. I'll say that first. And the reason why I'm saying that is because a lot of times people will say, well, I have a ton of kids that are like, you know, knocking on my door. I have a dog. I have a dog as well. And he <laughs> always comes and sits on my lap in my meditation practice. Yeah. And my invitation for people is to give themselves five minutes, wake up five minutes earlier. And if you want this to be super easy, you can literally lay in your bed and just focus on your breath. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the basic um, meditation for me is that the key is to have your spine long so you can be laying in your bed. You can be so ambitious to sit up in your bed and, and, and brace yourself up um, by the wall behind you. Yeah. And you just turn your attention, turn your focus into your breath. So that would be the first step. And then the second step would be to notice what's going on in your body and notice the energy that's moving through you. Notice what your breath is trying to tell you in this moment mm-hmm. and just feel. And then I would do a quick body scan. And what that is, is just literally going from your head down to your feet or from your feet down up to your head. And you just scan like, okay, I feel the top of my head. I'm feeling the muscles around my eyes soften, my jaws releasing. I'm just noticing how my neck feels. And you go through your entire body that same way. And then after after you do a body scan, you'll start feeling a little bit of, of peace of something shift in you because you're slowing down. And then you'll start maybe noticing that the thoughts are there. Mm-hmm. You're continuing to come back to your breath, but allowing your thoughts to move through you. And that's, that's the thing is that when you notice that you've gone down a train of thought, when you notice that you start you know, you started to think about what you're going to eat that day or what you're going to do that day or the conversations you're going to have, mm-hmm. like you get to say, okay, cool. I'm going to come back to my breath. That's interesting that that came up. I'm going to come back to my breath. And of course, that's like so much easier said than done, but it's like a constant practice. You know, we have 60, an average of 60 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. And so we get to let those thoughts move through us. A lot of times people come to me and say, meditation is so hard. Like I'm just thinking the whole time. And I'm like, you know, I invite you to see that that's an energy that maybe needed to shift through you. Maybe you needed to think about all these things and ruminate, like you said, on all of these things in order for them to release, Mm -hmm. you know, giving them permission. And then after you're following your breath for probably like two or three minutes, then you get to shift into intention. So you get to ask yourself, you know, how do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? And then you can invite in a word, a phrase, an intention that represents that that feeling. Like, who do I want to be today? How do I want to show up? What do I want to do? And then as you invite in that intention, then you can breathe that intention in a few times, um, silently repeating it in your mind as you like feel it become who you are. Like, and really like feel it, breathing it in so it becomes who you are. So say um, today mine is trust. My intention is trust. So I'm breathing in, allowing in all the emotions and feelings that I associate with trust to move through my body, to become who I am. Mm-hmm. And then as I, as I repeat that a few times, I imagine it like holding in my body, staying in my body. I come back to my breath and then, and then that's the end of your practice. And as you shift through your day, something I like to do and something I always tell people to do as well is put an alarm on your phone, a silent alarm that you, you know, when you pick up your phone, you'll see it going off, but an alarm that says your intention for that day. So say it's trust, say it's confidence, say it's strength. You just put the alarm, label it as your intention for the day. And it reminds you of the five minute meditation that you set 
in the beginning of your day and yeah. brings you back to that mindful moment. No, that's good. That's good. Man, I'm just uh, in awe with that one. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a very long answer to the five things that you can do to set yourself up uh, for success. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like your approach to it. Um, and, you know, when I, when I think about the time in my life when I was at rock bottom, mm-hmm. I was resistant to think mm. about what happened to me. Yeah. Uh, but when, my, when I was ready for it, you know, the tears flew, the, the yes. tears flowed. And, you know, and, and the more I was able to see, man, that this wasn't a bad idea to do this uh, because I would not be where I am right now had it not been for me to meditate on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting in that space is so helpful before you, you know, you get into what, what is my intention, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I think a lot of people I see that they're, they've said to me, like, I'm scared to meditate. I'm scared to like be with myself. I'm scared mm-hmm. to like allow these things to come through us. And like, I totally get that. I totally like honor that. And I totally understand that. Cause I've been there too. Yeah. And because it's like you said, when you finally give yourself that space, it's like the tears come, the anger comes, all of these things come will move through you and there's like this beautiful Rumi quote where he says you know you get to in your in your meditation practice you get to meet all of these emotions you treat all these emotions like a guest house so anger comes sadness yeah. comes um love comes joy comes and you you have the opportunity to meet all of these things with love and kindness and welcome them in and know that they're not staying there it's a guest house they're going right. to just move through you but I encourage everyone that as you continue to be scared and continue to put resistance up, that's the only thing that's going to grow. Mm-hmm. It's only going to expand if you continue to resist. So why not give yourself, why not try something new that's scary and freaks you out and allow these things to move through you so you can finally process them and let them go and release yeah. them. The the big thing is giving yourself the permission to proceed. And what I mean by that is like, we're so st- we can be so stuck into being who we are, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no change there. Um, mm-hmm. We know that there, there's the habit there. Mm-hmm. And, but when we have to become, man, hold on. The brain is like, yo, I didn't ask you to do all of this. You know, you don't want to <laughs> do this. This is not good for me. <laughs> uh, so, but I have, I've learned, man, like I always want to be in that, that zone of faith and faith is in the impossible. Mm-hmm. And we can always be in that boundary of doing the impossible when we're when we step out of being and become. And that first step is going to that fear. Right. Like it's not escaping the fear first, but you got to go to it to think about, you know, the, the things that have happened in my life. I'm just, you know, talking about that aspect mm-hmm. of it and, and, and using that as a way to to transform me into my becoming to mm-hmm. who I'm meant to be. So my next question is. How did you get to that place where your life felt like home? Always had this feeling that meditation and yoga, like I, when I t- took a meditation class or when I take a yoga class, I always was like, oh, this feels like home. Hmm. And my whole life, you know, I started practicing when I was 10 years old and my whole life I always felt these moments of like peace and of clarity and of space really was what I felt. But I denied that because I was like, you know, like I can't be a meditation teacher. I have like my parents 
have told me I have to go to college and I have to get an education and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that throughout my life, I'm realizing that it's not necessarily, for me at least, It is becoming in a way, but what I like to think of meditation is it reminds us who we are. Like we, we already are who we need to be, but what happens in my, in my perspective is Mm -hmm. that thing like life happens. We, we get dumped. We get fired. We have trauma. We have death. We have anxiety. We have stress. All of these things happen to us and we still are that two-year-old you know we all seen a two-year-old just dancing freely and like they are love they are like without (laughs) a care they are that's freedom we all were that like that's who we all were so i almost see it as like this unbecoming of like peeling back all of the layers that that have built up through whatever trauma you've experienced in your life and Mm -hmm. and injuries and all these things to really get into that place of that feels like home. And I think that meditation supports people in, in for like, even for a millisecond, you're like, dang, that feels like home. Like, how can I, how can I tap back into that? How can I, how can I like, unveil who I've always been. I, mm. I've always been someone that overcomes. I've always been someone that is strong, that is free, that is loving because I, I see it when I meet a two-year-old. No, that's that's good. This is what I've been waiting for. I want you to guide the Thrive Tribe and I through an easy meditation okay. that we can practice daily. Cool. So let's see. I have, at first I was thinking about doing this, an open eye, actually, well, let's do that. An open eyed meditation. So this is like the easiest meditation that you can do. And why I like this is you can be doing it with your eyes open when you're in a conversation with someone, when you feel a reaction moving through you and like starting to build, this can put a pause on whatever you're experiencing and support you and just, in, in coming back to the observer mm-hmm. and what it looks like, it's called STOP. So it's a it's an acronym for this little practice I'm going to walk you through. Mm-hmm. So S is slow down and stop the reaction. So the first thing that you can do is right now you're listening, maybe you're driving, maybe whatever you're doing right now, just just notice what's going on in your bo- in your body. Stop whatever energy, slow down whatever energy you're feeling. And then T is take a few deep breaths. So you can do that with me now, just breathing in and out. But allow the breath to lengthen here. Taking a few deep breaths so you can really slow down the nervous system. And then O, observe. Just observe what's going on in your body. Noticing how your heart feels. Noticing how your mind feels, noticing what energy you're experiencing the body, just observing, checking it out, exploring what's going on, and then P, proceed. So now you can proceed through your day, just taking a little bit of a mindful moment, taking a little bit of a pause. And the reason why I like this practice is number one, it's I think it might be the easiest meditation that you could do ever. Mm-hmm. And I also think that um, it's really supported me in conversations that I've been in where I really feel like 
I kind of want to react pretty hardcore to this person because I do not agree with anything that they're saying. Yeah. But I literally just walk myself through this meditation when this person is angry, when this person is frustrated, when this person is, you know, doing their thing. I just walk myself in, in my mind. My eyes are open. I'm looking at them. I I looks like I'm being super present with them and I'm just walking myself through this like quick meditation to check in with myself to check in to remind myself like who I want to be in that moment remind myself of my intention and give myself a moment to pause so I get to be clear on the way I want to respond rather than react yeah that's good so yeah it's easy and you can you can really use this in uh, a conversation with yeah you know your significant other Yes. Um, to stop. <laughs> I mean, yes. slow down and you yes. know, take a deep breath. Let me think about this for a moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, ob- observing your shoulders, like where is yeah. the tension in my hands? Yes. And now, now I can respond. Yes. Yeah, and not exactly. react. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Thanks for walking us through that. Yeah, of course. So, what advice would you give to someone who doesn't make time for themselves? Well, a lot of people, that's like a big thing with meditation is like, I don't have the time. And so that's why I always uh, encourage people to start, you know, even if you can't do five minutes, start with one minute and wake up just one minute earlier tomorrow morning, set your alarm for one minute earlier. If you want to be crazy ambitious, do five minutes. It will go by so fast, Mm. but wake up five minutes earlier and, and see if you can create that space. And the reason why I, I, encourage everyone to take time for themselves is because number one when we are giving so much to others which i think that i notice that a lot with my female clients especially is that we're giving 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 but it's really like a human thing we're giving 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 and we forget to fill our cups first so someone told me this analogy of like you know when you're on the plane and they say make sure to put your mask on first Mm -hmm. it's like we have to put our masks on first if we want to show up as a better partner as a better daughter as a better son, as a better coworker, as a better um, just human being, we get to put our our masks first because then we can show up better. So if you if it feels easy for you to give to others, think about how you can give even more successfully if yeah. you make sure you give time to you first. Yeah. And also, it's like goes back to what you were saying in the beginning is like knowing that you're worthy of 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 five minutes because mm-hmm. five minutes like. We really can create that time, but it's up to us to to shift our perspective and know that like I am worthy of this. I get to give this to myself. And if it supports you thinking about your partner, your son, your daughter, your coworker, like, okay, I want to give to that person so much. I want to show up my dog. I want to show up to that being in front of me so mm. more successfully. So I get to take the time for myself to show up better. Yeah, that, that's so true. And, you know, it's something that says that in the Bible as well. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. But if you don't love you, come on, you can't love exactly. your neighbor. How can the Thrive Tribes find you online? They can find me at HaleyLot.com. So that's H-A-I-L-E-Y-L-O-T-T.com. And if you go there, if you go to my website, you'll actually be able to download a free meditation. And the meditation is called Better Than Ever. So it's one of my favorite meditations because it supports you in feeling good right away. And meditation tends to be a little bit easier when you have someone guiding you through it. So this meditation will have you 
feeling on fire, ready to attack your day, and also give you support and or give you a reminder rather of who you want to be, why you're here, what you want to create, and how you can show up better than you ever have before. This podcast was brought to you by The Thrive Planner. Head to thethriveplanner.com to get your 90-day planner to move your big goals towards the finish line. I'll see you on the next episode.